0: This week on Talkin' Central Arizona Sports, the Bears baseball team gets revenge and knocks out the number one seed in the playoffs. everyone. My name is Torrance Dunham, and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps, along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. This week's episode begins with the only local high school team still playing as part of the spring season, the Bradshaw Mountain Bears baseball team. And what a week it was for Bradshaw. The Bears offense after being shut out in a loss to South Point Catholic in round two of the playoffs caught fire, blasting Mesquite 15-0 on the road to keep their season alive and then getting revenge in a rematch with South Point Catholic with a 12-2 win to eliminate the number one seeded team in the playoffs and reach the semifinals. Starting off with that win against Mesquite, seven players recorded at least an RBI in the game, with Josh Cazal, Andon Shefford, and Elias Avila all going yard. Vinny Magdaleno shut down the Mesquite bats, tossing five shutout innings, only allowing one hit. That set up a rematch in Tucson with the top dog South Point Catholic, a mere five days after the defeat in round two. The Bradshaw Mountain offense showed their force early, putting up a five spot in the first inning to take a commanding lead. Bradshaw would add on throughout, scoring at least two runs in three of the next four innings in the Mercy Rule-shortened five-inning ballgame. Sophomore Garrison Jones came up huge, going three for four with five RBIs, while Avila and Dalton Irwin each added two more RBIs. Gazal kept the South Point Catholic Bats at bay, pitching five innings and only giving up two runs, one earned, while striking out five. The Bears move on to the state semifinal to play the number 5 seeded Canyon Del Oro on Wednesday at 4 p.m. at Diablo Stadium in Tempe, spring training home of the Los Angeles Angels. If Bradshaw wins, they will need to beat Canyon Del Oro again on Thursday at the same location, to reach the championship game on May 15th as part of the double elimination format. Joining the show to continue talking Bradshaw Mountain Baseball is head coach of the team, Brian Bundrick. Brian, how are you?
1: I'm great, thanks.
0: So, big win for your ball club on Saturday, traveling all the way down to Tucson to run rule, the number one seeded team in the 4A conference, and eliminate them from the playoffs. What were your thoughts on the game?
1: (laughs) Uh, It was fantastic. It was... um... It was clearly a, a great day for Bradshaw Mountain Baseball and, and all my coaching staff and the, and the players were you know, we're all elated and put a lot of hard work in preparing for it, and it all worked out for us.
0: Hey, so five days earlier, your team was in Tucson, and uh, South Point Catholics shut the Bears out. What were the key dif- uh, key differences offensively that you saw in this game from Monday's loss?
1: Um, we went in, there wasn't a big change in what we prepared for, but— what we did remind our guys is that, hey, listen, we belong here. We got here um, by hard work. We got here because we're good. We didn't get here because we're lucky. Uh, I and mean, we went back to practice. And, you know, I felt like when we played South Point the first time, Nate Ramirez was as good as anybody in the state on the mound. In fact, it was probably the best, one of the best performances we've had out of pitcher this year to hold that team down. Um, I just felt like we had some at-bats that weren't great. Um you know, not not that we we did strike out quite a few times, but it was just we missed too many pitches that we normally would hit. And um, and I told him we got to get back to, uh, you know, back to doing what we're good at. And you know, my assistant Dino, he's fantastic. He has a bionic arm, and he we just we got the kids close. We threw at them hard, and we told him you got to you know you got to hunt fastballs. And and then when you get two strikes, it's a different approach. But until so then, you got to be able to hunt fastballs and barrel them up, and that's exactly what we did on on Saturday.
0: Uh, where's the team's confidence right now, uh, getting revenge on South Point Catholic and reaching the semifinals?
1: You know, here all, every coach you ask is going is to say the same thing I'm trying to say, is that we're always trying to keep our team as relaxed as possible and have fun. But let's be honest. You know, you're, we're in the semifinals. We're going against the double-tough team out of CDO. We know they got a dude who's really good on the mound. Um, we know we got to play well to beat them. So all we do now is remind each other how hard we worked, that, you know, we do belong here and that, uh, you know, we're going to try and go play one more game. And that's what we're trying to do.
0: So uh, uh, looking ahead, the team must beat Canyon Del Oro, that, uh, which you mentioned, the number five seed team in the playoffs twice in back-to-back days to reach the championship game. Uh, are the keys to getting that done kind of the same as beating South Point, uh, South Point Catholic in the previous games throughout this playoff run?
1: Yes, I. you know, they're all double tough at this point in time, and the fact of the matter is that CDO's got, you know, we just beat a pitcher that was undefeated, he had not given up, you know, he was 9-0 on the season, and had one of the lowest ERAs in 4A, and we beat him, and so obviously that confidence will carry it over into the, the kid from CDO, you know, um, Lucas Casey, he's their ace, he's also their best hitter, he's a fantastic athlete, um, he's going to bring his A game, and we're going to bring ours, and and hopefully at the end of the day, you know, in the seven innings, we got, we got enough to beat them. So that's what we're working on.
0: Awesome. Uh, Brian, good luck on Wednesday evening and look forward to talking to you again.
1: Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the coverage.
0: The Bears will need to find a way to slow down Lucas Casey, both on the mound and at the plate. The senior leads Canyon Del Oro with six long balls and 34 RBIs, while also having a 1.09 ERA. The team will also need to watch out for Jacob Charlson, who has a 449 average and leads the team in hits with 40, while also having 12 stolen bases. We'll whip around local teams as the sports year begins to wrap up for most, but first, the official start of summer is just over a month away. Give Yavapai Plumbing and Heating a call to make sure everything is looking good and you are ready as the temperatures creep up. All the info you need is at com. That's com. Welcome back to Talkin' Central Arizona Sports. It's now time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. Starting with the Prescott Badgers as the boys volleyball team fell in the opening round of the state playoffs to Fria, 3-1 ending their season. What a season it was for the team as the Badgers went 13-4 overall and 10-0 in the region during the regular season, taking home their first region title in program history. Over to Chino Valley as the softball team fell to the River Valley Dust Devils in the first round of the playoffs 5-2, ending their season. The team went 13-5 overall in the regular season. On to collegiate sports as the Embry-Riddle softball team won their second straight CalPAC title, beating Westcliff 9-0 after falling to Westcliff 13-3 in Game 1. The team was able to celebrate in front of the home crowd as Embry-Riddle hosted the tournament. The baseball team's season came to an end with losses to Simpson and Westcliff in the CalPAC tournament. Ending the shortened whip around with the NAZ Wranglers as Northern Arizona's own indoor football league team earned their second win in a row on Saturday, beating the in-state rival Tucson Sugar Skulls 31-21 as the team improves to 4-2 overall. Three different players had a rushing touchdown in the win. The team is finally back at the Finley Toyota Center in Prescott Valley on Saturday to take on the Bay Area Panthers at 6.05pm. As I do every week, I'll end the show by giving my thoughts on some state sports. I said last week that the Suns were in a deep hole in their conference semifinal against Denver. Well, this past weekend, they took the shovel and dug themselves out of that deep hole and in doing so may have tossed some dirt on Denver. The team seems to finally found its offensive stride, and the bench, including Landry Shamet, is showing a flicker of life as the Suns protected home court and sent the series back to Denver tied at 2. Also, Devin Booker is ascending to not only one of the best in the league, but a generational talent. The team even has the owner getting involved in the action, taking a shove from Denver star Nikola Jokic, that costs the former MVP a technical foul and some money out of his wallet. Of course, the old saying goes, the series doesn't begin until the road team wins, and the Suns are trying to do just that. If that happens and the Suns send back to Phoenix for a potential series clinching game six, having won three straight, it could be the light that sends this team to a high we saw in 2021 and maybe even higher. I'm Torrance Thunham, and this has been talking Central Arizona sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week.